Welcome to the land of long live play where greatness is always waiting. Welcome to the PlayStation Experience. It is I, your boy, Dat Ninja Dev, as usual, and I am joined by Mr. Delvin Cox, who is in the land of all of the coronavirus. How are you doing today? I am living in the land of the walking dead. <laughs> Eventually, I expect Negan to come out and bash somebody's head in. Okay, that's, <laughs> with a bat. hey, hey. You know what? The, all those people on the beach, those people would 100% hide a walker bite, and you know it. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, absolutely. That other voice you hear is the Platinum Princess herself, Miss Haley Nicole Miller from the land of Canada, America's hat, which is looking real nice right now. How are you uh, today? Great. Still sad the border's <laughs> closed, though, because I would love to come see my best friends. So. You don't want to come down to America right now. I'm, I, okay, but I would like to actually hang out in person with my best friend. That would be nice. Uh, get, get get your crap together, America. Ugh, boy, it's special out here right now. Uh, also, let us rescue Coach and Delvin from Florida and just cast it off into the sea. This is yes, true. Been, this is true. I've been hearing that often this week. Like, hey, you need to move, Delvin. This is sucks. Florida sucks. Like, yeah. I mean, y'all had 9,000 new cases in one day. That's ridiculous. Amazing. Yeah. Go hard like, in go the worst hard. in the worst way possible. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> Pretty much in America, we're we're winning right now. In case anybody was you know oh. concerned, we're we're winning the race right now with all the cases. It's what we do best. It's sure, the land of, of that's winning. That's a race you want to win. I mean, oh my God, it's 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 bananas. We're averaging like almost a hundred new cases a day out here in Bakersfield. It's just that's stupid. Brutal. It's like. <sighs> People just assume because we, you know, let 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 it up a little bit. Everybody's like, "All right, let's just go nuts!" And now the cases are spiking, and they're gonna lock you guys right back down. It's like we just wasted the whole three months because people decide they don't want to wear masks. Just people are not wearing masks down here, and I want to punch them in the face because they keep coming by me without any mask on. Mm -hmm. But if I punch them and they have coronavirus, I'm gonna get infected. Mm -hmm. So it's so, like a lose lose for me. So yep. again, for preference, because I keep seeing these videos go around with like oxygenators to like test your oxygen while wearing the mask. Uh, yes, it does not cut off your oxygen. However, even people with breathing issues can wear them fine. I have to exclude myself from that because I start choking to death while wearing it. Because, and you can't see on our video because this webcam likes to focus in and out. I walked into a parking meter when I was four. Uh, I can't breathe out of my nose unless it's raining. So when I'm wearing a mask, I'm literally breathing the air that I've just breathed. Like I'm not. So you need like a Bane mask or something. You need something. I need, I, I wear a mask if a store requires it and I start choking to death, like literally while wearing it. But if a business requires it, I will wear it regardless of how effective it is. Point being, people like me are the reason you need to wear your mask. Do it. Because I yeah. cannot. I will do it if a store requires it. Case in point, I went to Aerie this week and they required a mask. And also they required a mask while I got my hair cut. Uh, wore one. Even though it hurt to wear. Still did it. So if I can do it, although for short periods of time, y'all can do it for your 30-minute visit to Walmart and not be like these people that keep being recorded going, It's against my freedoms! Uh, would you rather be dead? Because that's right. what's going to happen. Right. Shenanigans. Anyway, moving along. <laughs> Welcome to the PlayStation Experience, where we yep. ramble for 30 minutes. Absolutely. Let's talk about 
some video game stuff. What have you guys been playing? I'm pretty sure we're all playing the same thing. Uh, but yeah, just ju just the Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> any anything oh. else, Delvin? Have you stepped away from Last of Us Two and, and and journeyed into any other games? Yes, I actually have. Oh, actually. well, tell us about that. <laughs> the other game that everybody's in a, a big uproar about, and people have said that shit have got a ten instead of the Last of Us Part Two. Oh, I heard it. Okay, oh, again, before, before we go any further on this, let me just preface. If you don't think The Last of Us Part 2 is a 10, that's fine. You know what that is? That's your opinion. Do you know what reviews are? They're an opinion. The reviewer thought the game was a 10. You clearly don't. That's fine. But you don't need to get mad at IGN for giving SpongeBob a 7 and The Last of Us Part 2 a 10. Because guess what? They were reviewed by different people who have different opinions. You, you forgot one thing, five. though. It's the internet. Uh, oh, Everybody's I mad. I know. Everybody mad. I know. <laughs> I did gave him a five. Kevin! You know Kevin. Yes. <laughs> Some kind of guy. He gave SpongeBob a seven. Yeah. We talked about that on Empire. Or not Empire, PSVG. I was on the PSVG you were Prime, on Prime this week. This week. Yeah, yeah, so we talked about it a little bit. I was surprised at that CE. Like, the collector's edition for SpongeBob is Oh, that thing amazing. is ridiculous. It's like, whoa! That's a collector's that. edition. It's also, dope. Also, ignore the mess in my table, but just for reference, uh, my collector's edition arrived from Donnie this week. That statue is bigger than my modem. Cool. That's nice. And your modem does not look like a PS5. <laughs> No, it does not. <laughs> That's a huge statue. Very nice. Very uh, nice. It is. It is twelve inches tall. So, have you been playing SpongeBob as like a palate cleanser to get back into the deep, dark, gritty world that is Last of Us, or just because you felt like checking it out? A little bit of both, and okay. also because my daughter loves SpongeBob, so I got her the game, and, she, and I got myself the game. So we watch each other play the game. We make jokes and we have fun. That's watching nice. the game and it's 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 a pretty cool experience just sitting down with the kids and just enjoying life and not watching people get their heads bashed in. <laughs> That's that good daddy daughter time and yeah, definitely a pilot cleanser. I have yeah, been but, playing nothing but Last of Us too because but you can you can watch great. SpongeBob lick sand. Yeah, that is a thing. Yeah. yeah. I I remember that game well. He licks sand like a lot in that game. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I never played it's, it. It's part of the show too. Like he'll, it's uh, it's their version of tobogganing, but because he's a sponge, he uses his tongue to go downhill. Don't ask. It's weird. Welcome SpongeBob, to SpongeBob is a special character. I did not know anything about him until I started uh, being a camp counselor, and all of my kids they were seven years old at the time, oh, and they were yeah. big into SpongeBob, uh, and that's when I found SpongeBob and realized that this is not just for children. There is some good stuff uh, in here. No, there is a lot of stuff in SpongeBob that is not for kids. SpongeBob is great. Yeah. I, I've been watching SpongeBob since I was in college. Oh, yeah, I, I was too. That's when I, when I was a little kid because, again, I'm the youngster. Yeah, you would have been in my seven-year-old group. Yeah, <laughs> probably not, actually, but I think SpongeBob <sighs> came out when I was, like, nine. 1999 is when it came out. I remember oh, when it came out and everything. Okay, so, yeah. well, when I had cable that actually aired it, I was like nine. Yeah, I was in 99 is when I first heard of it, too. Yeah, Crazy. Anyways, so, yeah, we were all playing Last of Us 2, except for Delve, and he's dipping into the world of SpongeBob SquarePants. I'm playing both. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Um, So, 
Just to put it out there now, we are going to have a little bit of a spoiler cast for you, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to be talking about The Last of Us 2 up through Seattle day one. You know if you know. That's where we're going to cut it off for this episode, and then we'll dip into it again in a further episode. Uh, it's just a shock that we're all actually at the exact same place, and which is yeah. great. That makes for great podcasting. So yeah, um, we will let you guys know um, before we get into that. That way, if you want to just save it for another time because you haven't finished the game and come back to it later, you can. But for now, let's get into the questions of the week. So we got a question from at MTTG Brazil team, Mr. Lucas Hamswisher. He says, hey, y'all, time to answer my three favorite non-gaming related life questions. One, how you guys doing? Good. Uh, I would I would I would like to say fine, but I can't say fine, but working on it. Uh, okay. July 8th can't come fast enough. OK, I'm doing all right. And so he follows up with that. So why why, why are you feeling fine, Delvin? I'm feeling good. Why are you feeling uh, good? It's been a, a good week overall. Mostly, okay. you know, just relaxing, spending time with family. <laughs> no, little little all that does the heart and soul good. There you go. What about you, Haley? You say uh, you. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows I've I've had some mental health issues, so yeah. I'm just waiting on my psychiatric assessment on the eighth. Okay. So. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. I'm doing all right, just because this week has been very busy. Um, lots of stuff going on. Lots of behind the scenes stuff and. You know, just trucking along, uh, actually going on vacation next week. So I'm very happy about that to get away and not do anything. I'm going to take my console with me. I'm going to seclude myself from people if I can and just play Last of Us to completion if I'm lucky. You're uh, you're going on vacation? Where to? Yeah, me and the family, we're going to go meet up with um, our best friends who also happen to be the godparents of our children. And we're the godparents of their, their child. We're going to an uh, Airbnb in Vegas. So okay. we'll be hanging out there for about five days. For the fourth, we're leaving Wednesday, coming back Sunday-ish. So that'll be fun. We've all been quarantining for the last two weeks, so we can all hang out, and I get to finally meet my goddaughter. So it's gonna be awesome. So nice. it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then his last part of the question is: What has God or life been trying to teach you lately? Uh, nothing. Uh, much to uh, the pastors chagrin uh i am not a religious person that's so. why he said or life what is okay, life been you trying need, to you need you? to let me finish because i have no problem with people believing in god because that is a religious thing but i do not uh life itself has been trying to teach me i don't know because i don't know what i'm feeling so. i hear that i hear that i would say for me god is trying to teach me probably patience right now um being at home with the children all day, every day, without them ever being able to go anywhere with both me and my wife trying to work, um, is teaching me that I have to be patient because my kids, they need, you know, that attention. They need that attention. They need something to do. And while it's driving both of us nuts because we're trying to juggle so many things, it's like my kids are like yelling and screaming and playing. And it's not because, you know, they're bad kids or anything it's they're kids and i have to not just you know fly off the handle with them because like why are you so loud what are you doing stop that i'm trying to work i have to be patient with them and realize that they're just kids and normally during the summer they're doing stuff instead of being cooped up in the house so yeah he is definitely trying to teach me some patience right now i have an interesting answer for this all right 
God slash life, because I am a believer in God, but both this applies to, applies to both. Teaching me forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I've had a for the first time in at least three years. I've had a conversation with my dad. Oh, wow! Yeah, and it was a good conversation. We didn't go over any of our past issues or anything like that, you know. But just that first step of me even calling and talking to him is mm-hmm. a big thing. So I'm glad that I was able to kind of let bygones be bygones and have that conversation with my father. I think that's very important for people to do eventually, you know, whatever issues you may have with people, either you, especially family, yeah, Mm-mm. either you, either you let it, let it go and move forward, forward, or you just don't talk to that person anymore. And I think it's a little hard to do that when the person is your father. Uh, I mean, Respect my identity or don't have a relationship with your child. I'm not yeah. here to get dead names for twenty-two years. I definitely get that, but it's you know, yeah. it's it's rough. It's rough having a difficult, interesting relationship with your dad or your mother for that matter. It depends on the relationship with your family's hard. Yeah. It you know, is. It's but, very hard. And and sometimes you have to compromise, but I can't compromise on this because it does not help my mental health at all. No no you shouldn't. You know, right. it's just more like sometimes you have to learn to forgive, but you know, just because you forgive somebody doesn't mean you have to be around that person. Right. Doesn't mean you have to accept whatever toxicity they bring into your life. You're not forgiving them for them to be okay. You're right. forgiving them for you to let go of that pain they gave you. Correct. Just because you forgive doesn't mean you have to forget either. That's the other thing. Everybody always wants to equate the two, but that's not necessarily the case. You can forgive somebody. And like Delvin said, that that forgiveness is typically for you. It's not for them to feel better. It's so you can move forward. Yeah. Thank you, Lucas, for helping us to get a little deep there. You know, we don't typically do that on this show. It's mostly, you know, shenanigans and nonsense, but every now and again. You get a little deep. It usually devolves into the Batman cast, or the Spider-Man cast, or the the Life at Walmart cast. Yeah. All right, so our next question comes from the Elusive Man. He says, all right, three questions. If peanut butter wasn't called peanut butter, what would it be called? I refrain from answering because I got several answers in my... You don't have to respond to those answers. Yeah, I have an answer. Peanut sauce. There That's you go. No, Bam. don't like that. Don't That's like that. But you like that. It's logical. It's, it's like spaghetti sauce. It's peanut sauce. It's made out of peanuts. It's peanut sauce. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. if it. I would just say like peanut spread. Yeah, probably. That works. That's a good one. You know what? That's my answer too because I want to move <laughs> as far past this as possible. Uh, Let me ask you guys this. What kind uh-huh. of peanut butter do you like? Crunchy or creamy? I don't like peanut butter unless it's in a Reese's peanut butter cup. So that's not peanut butter. It is peanut butter. No, that's no. chocolate. That's not peanut butter. I don't know what that is. It's it's not peanut butter. It's some <laughs> processed shenanigans. It's delicious because I love me a Reese's peanut butter cup. All right, but that ain't peanut but butter. I, other than that, I don't like I don't like peanut butter. Oh, I love peanut butter. I honestly, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'll take crunchy. I'll take creamy. I, Although, I like peanut butter. Period. Real talk. I, I used to eat peanut butter all the time, but it used to be like peanut butter on one side and like butter on the other and it would taste awful it was gross and i (laughs) 
Why did you do that? You said it said it was gross. Uh, I mean. Because it's like an instinctive reaction. It's like what happens when I when I smell pizza anywhere near me. It's, it's an no, instinctive reaction. No, no, why did you eat it? <laughs> like, why was it a thing that you were yeah. eating? Peanut butter uh, and butter. Because my dad used to make my lunch for school. You know what's weird? I actually had a couple of friends whose dad made the, it was peanut butter, butter, and jelly sandwiches. And I never understood why there was butter in the sandwich. I don't understand the, the butter. It was really but, weird. Yeah, I, I don't like jelly or jam either. Like, butter and jelly is a good combination. But butter and peanut yeah. butter, I don't understand at all. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Don't ask. Uh, I mean, my dad's from Newfoundland, so... I could be. I could have something to do with it. Also, I don't understand. I don't understand the peanut butter and pickle stuff. I've seen that as well. I'm like, Ooh. yeah, nah, doc, nah. Um, what set of items have you bought at the store that made it very awkward checking out? I'll go uh, last because mine is very <laughs> awkward. I'll, I'll go first because it'll probably make people laugh. My hormones, chocolate. And vitamins. You can buy your hormones at a store, like a regular store? Right. Yeah. Huh, yes. I didn't know that. I mean, you can buy them over the counter, but uh, I, the pharmacy I go to is also a store. Okay. Gotcha. Like so, a Rite Aid but, or something? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a Rexall. I think we used to have those out here. Yeah. Um, The most awkward thing... I guess for me, it's like when I go and I just pick up like my wife's, you know, pads or something like that. But it doesn't bother me at all. It doesn't make me feel awkward. They ain't for me, clearly. So. Like that game you play where it's like, how how fast can you freak out the cashier, right, Delvin? Oh, this is coming up, doctor. (laughs) It's coming up because mine is condoms. (laughs) Condoms, alcoholic beverage, and chocolate. Why would that be awkward? That sounds like a good name. No, see, this is where the answer becomes like you bought a banana and a balloon alongside uh, the condom. That's weird. Well, the chocolate, the chocolate just... and alcohol doesn't make it weird. That just, like I said, that sounds like a good night. I'd have gave you some death. Like, all right, go ahead, brother. It is when every time you go to the store, it's always a 95 year old lady sitting there looking at you with the funny eye, like, what are you going to do? Like, Ooh, honey, what are you getting yeah. into tonight? Now I'm getting into Bangtown. Speaking of night, <laughs> nope, don't like Bang that. Bangtown population, <laughs> you. Uh, don't like that. Don't like that. Consensual, of course. I would hope. I so. think everyone was aware. Um, I need to make that clear. I mean, if you would have said like handcuffs and like you know a plastic okay, bag, that's, that, that's, that's Dexter. not non-consensual. Right? All right. And the last question is, uh, what kind of secret society would you start? And would be, what would be your objective, motto, and or name? I don't think I would start a secret society because more often than not, they tend to become not great. <laughs> oh. let's, let's, let's look at Scientology here. <laughs> I have an answer for this. I will let Dev go first. Man, I'm trying to think. And all I can think of is like the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Like, Oh... <laughs> And then I think about like No Ma'am from uh, Married with Children <laughs> or the No Homers Club from The Simpsons. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. If I were to start a club, it'd probably be something like real stupid. Like um, Donnie was wrong. 
Okay, yeah. but that's already did. kind of a thing, isn't it? I mean, I'm like the only member, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can we can make that a thing. Uh, I mean, Deb's already made it a thing. He mentions like, it like every show. <laughs> like we can make chat rooms for. We can make shirts up. Oh yeah, like Donnie was wrong. Donnie was wrong. I got a whole revolution. Donnie versus Dev, man, I love it. It's, it's we just devolve. We just take over chat rooms. It's ridiculous, but it's fun. So yeah, that'd be that'd be like my my secret club, but it really wouldn't be much of a secret. <laughs> I am going to rip off Spongebob and do the all hail the magic conk club. All oh. <laughs> hail the magic conk. <laughs> okay. It, first of all, first of all, it's conch, not conk. Well, it depends on where you're at. I was going to say, yeah, I've heard it pronounced. He literally both. says conch in the show. Well, Just because he conch. says that, I mean, you know. It's like, you know, in Boston, it's the cop hop. You know, that's not, it's just dialect. Park your car in the Boston Yard. <laughs> uh, shenanigans. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for our questions. Uh, if you guys have questions, just always shoot them at us, whether on our Discord or when Delvin puts out the call. Feel free. It helps us lighten up the mood or just, you know, delve into shenanigans as we typically do. So, yeah, whenever <laughs> we send out the call, man, feel free to shoot us any questions. As Delvin says... No question is too silly. Yes. All right. So let's get into some news for this week. Not going to be a lot of news because we really want to get into our spoiler cast. But uh, Haley, hit me with your first story. Uh, so uh, for those who uh, have been keeping up or maybe haven't, uh, The Last of Us Part 2 has sold... 4 million copies, uh, or sorry, more than 4 million copies. Um, essentially, uh, we are so immensely grateful to the millions of fans around the world that have played The Last of Us Part Two and shared their experiences with us over the last week. We set out to tell a new kind of story, one that deals with difficult themes and would challenge you in unexpected ways. Hearing now the how the experience has resonated with so many of you and witnessing the type of thoughtful discussions that has sparked has been incredible we've also been so inspired by your creativity whether it's your gorgeous photo mode shots draw jaw dropping gameplay gifts or the songs you've recorded using ellie's guitar we will definitely talk about that later uh essentially uh despite all the controversy the game has sold really well even becoming the top selling playstation exclusive in the uk wow that's huge yeah, you know, it's funny, like, I didn't think that any of the, the the leaks or anything was gonna cause this game to not sell, but I didn't expect it to sell, like, as well as it did. Like, I expected it to do really, really well, but I'm still like, wow, this, everybody's playing this, so yep. I think it's really, really awesome and just kind of shows you the power of, like, The Last of Us and that world that they've created, that everybody was waiting for this, you know, it, it's... It is just selling gangbusters, and it's just like the talk of the town. Whether you love it, hate it, like it's on everybody's minds. Everybody's I, it is the mind shift. I, I mean, let, let me put it to you this way: uh, the game's been out for over a week, and uh, character names are still trending a week later. The game isn't trending anymore, but character names are trending still a week later. Like, this game is the hot topic right now. Yeah. 
it's caused me to stay away from Twitter uh, for the most part because I ain't done. And I ain't trying to see no spoilers or nothing. But it is just, yeah. it is selling ridiculously well. And like while I'm playing it, like I can't help but think like, how much better is this game going to look and run on PS5? Like, Oh, yeah. Woo! Do you guys see that there's no plans for DLC either? Good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. This game's long enough. I mean, I feel like I've been playing forever, and I feel like I'm like halfway through. Like, I still feel like there's just so much to do. My uh, my game time's super inflated because I've ended up having to go outside for uh, from the fact that my I don't have air conditioning. So mm-hmm. my game time's like inflated, but... Yeah, I've spent a lot of time in this. It's so good. It's so good. I'm glad that it's selling well and doing well, and um, it'll probably continue to do so, and I'm sure they'll release a patch for the PS5, and it'll sell something stupid again. So, oh, yeah. Hats off to you, Naughty Dog. Yeah, you done did it. You done did it. All right, and Delvin, what do you have for us? <laughs> it news that... Is baffling to say the <laughs> least. This, this is, I don't know, because I want to talk about this thing after I tell you what it is. The PlayStation 2 can play homebrew games by using a DVD player exploits. Wow. I don't know how this is new today because I have who, been like. Who sits down and goes, oh, yes, let me play homebrew movies on my homebrewed games on my PS2. This is the thing. This is what we're baffled about this story. I have been doing this like in like 99. I was home, playing homebrew games on my PS2. And the fact that they're just now realizing this and like, oh, this, here's a new way you can do it. I'm like, okay. Well, let me okay. read the article. Who, a little who's, bit of who's still homebrewing games for the PS2 in 2020? Apparently, there are people doing it. The PlayStation 2 is twenty year over 20 years old, but it's difficult to hack unless you want to homebrew, run a homebrew game without tweaking the hardware. Like, I don't know if you guys... Have you guys ever homebrewed a game or hacked the PS2? Not the no. PS2, but uh, my, my PS1 was modded to where it could play burn games. So we would just rent the games from, like, Blockbuster, burn a copy, and then we could just play them all. So that was it, but just yeah. on the PS1. Well, I, I did which is strange because you know how I am with technological stuff. Mm-hmm. You can either, back in the day, you could either send your PlayStation to a specific place mm-hmm. and have them mod it for you, or you could buy something that was called a Magic Disc. And what the Magic Disc essentially was, was you essentially take like a toothpick and stick it into the PlayStation 2's um, disc opener to keep it open. Mm-hmm. You put the mag- you put the game in there, and start to get like start a random random game up. It don't matter what game, like Grand Theft Auto or whatever it is. Then you take that game out, do it in the middle of it, put the magic disc in there, and then let the magic disc run the, the um the homebrew. And then you would be then after it ran, you'd be able to put in either Japanese games or mm-hmm. any type of homebrew bird games to play. Now, this hack that they're talking about is essentially the same thing, but instead of using the Magic um, disc, you just use a regular DVD tag, so you can basically play burnt games or Japanese PlayStation games. Because that's what I actually used it for. I used it to play Japanese PS2 games because Mm -hmm. 
back when they region had. coding was a thing? Yes. I mean, it's and still re- a thing in certain regions. So. I hate region coding. But um, the reason why I did it was because they had a Transformers game that only came out of Japan, which is so weird because the game is in English. <laughs> Full English. You mean the Shia LaBeouf game? No, 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 no. It was actually based off the 80s Transformers. I know. You ruined my joke, though. No. I don't, I don't recognize Shia LaBeouf being in the Transformers franchise at all. Hey, Whoa! Hey, oh, hey, I hate those hey, movies. The, the first one is good. The other no. four are not. They are all terrible. No, look here. No, no. Look here. The beginning of Bumblebee is fantastic. Okay, that is that's, good. That's it. Hold on. All of Bumblebee is fantastic. Eh, I mean, eh, Starfield. I don't... Eh. Who? The, the girl. Eh. The beginning is awesome. Just give me a full Transformers movie. Enough said. You couldn't see him, though. Yeah. Not at all. He was invisible. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, but I'm a huge Transformers fan, and so I had to play it, and I used to love doing this, modding my PS2 to play these weird Japanese games and stuff, but so if you guys are interested in it, go on the Engadget, and you can find this article, and do it for yourself if you still got your PS2. Nah, just some games. Yeah. I still have it's my PS2, but... Because I don't have a PS2. I still have my PS2, but I can't imagine trying to go back and play PS2 games. Just... I uh, I actually, funnily enough on that, uh, not, even, like, not that old graphics bother me, because I would go back and play some of those games if I could, but I was watching uh, Ray, the streamer that I reference all the time. He was, I was watching him play American Wasteland the other day. He had like a VOD up on his YouTube channel. Uh, that game looks rough, but also that game is wild. Like, I for- totally forgot half that game revolves around stealing landmarks from, like, L.A. Like, just, hmm. hey, you uh, you want to steal the Hollywood sign? Cool. You stole the Hollywood sign. It's now in your skate park. <laughs> you want to steal, like, an Oriental temple design from, like, uh, Santa Monica? Cool. It's in your skate park now. You want to steal signs from the Walk of Stars? Cool. Stole the stars. They're in your skate park now. Like, what? <laughs> also, there's a character in that game called, like, Master Yen or something like that. And you can definitely tell it's, like, a white guy trying to be uh, Asian. And he's doing, like, a very racist accent. It's like, what is happening in this game? <laughs> wow. Wow. I yeah. still pay my PS2. You would. You're so old, though. I am. <laughs> but there's a lot of games that I like to play, like a lot of the license games, like hey, um, the, the WWE good, games. The only good PS2 game that you should go back and try and play is the Getaway Black Monday. I, I play that one, too. I play that one sometimes. The old wrestling games. And um, another TV show I used to love a lot, 24, had a video game oh, on PS2 that I like to play. God. Just hmm. burn it all down. The only games that I would actually go back to on PS2 would be Black and Beyond Good and Evil. Those would be probably would, the only things I'd play. Why would you play that on GameCube? It would be more recent. Because that would require me to have a GameCube. Gross. <laughs> Ever. My Nintendo love affair pretty much ends at the Super Nintendo. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I had an N64, but it was the literally for Ocarina of Time and Goldeneye. That was brilliant. The only game I remember playing on 
uh, GameCube was Tony Hawk's like underground. Thug. Yeah, no, no uh, GameCube. I will add an interesting wrinkle to this. The the girl I was going to buy the condoms, the chocolate, <laughs> and uh, uh, alcohol for. I was going to have to play GameCube. We were playing, wow. going to play Mario Sunshine. Wow. That was wow. a thing. Wow. Okay. Well. All right, then. Thanks for that startling information. And Mario Sunshine and Bang Let's go. Yeah, that's how you do hey, it. Hey. Uh-huh. Games bring everybody together. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> in more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> all right it's time to get into the nitty-gritty so anybody who doesn't want to deal with spoilers for the last of us 2 you can go ahead and just tune out right now and let's get into it all right so last of us 2 i know we had a little bit of talk last week just that, that we were enjoying it everybody seemed to be having a good time with it now we're much further along into the game. We're all at Seattle day one, which is, like I said, if you know, you know, it's, it's actually the second time you get to go back and you play Seattle day one from Abby's point of view. Yes. Um, so that was a shock for me. I was not expecting that at all. Had no clue that that was even a thing or coming. Um, and I was very surprised and happy to see that. I personally, I like what they're doing with, all of the intersecting stories. I, I like that 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 switch up. Wasn't expecting it. Really cool. But before we get to that, let, let's just start at the beginning. Um, the game opens. It's awesome. It looks freaking amazing. I, yeah. I again, I was just so taken back, like just by the way everything looks, the sound. Um, uh, it's just it's just a gorgeous game. Like, what were you guys' like first like initial impressions from just like the beginning part of the game? Uh, I I thought that we'd be outside of Jack. Like, I didn't expect us to be playing as Joel. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the like beginning there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I like the way that they recapped the story of the first one uh, as Joel completely telling. Tommy, like, hey, yeah. this is what's going on. Like, this is what happened. I was supposed to, like, not come back with Ellie. She wasn't going to make it. They were going to kill her. And that that was it. Yeah. That was definitely a shocker to me that they were just opening up with that. But I think that's great because it lends to, like, what the story is. Like, yes. I think that's perfect. So, like, you don't have to be sitting there, like, wondering... Like, with that in the back of your mind, like, where does that tie in? Like, I'm so happy that they just opened with that to just put it right out there. Boom. I'm not keeping this. Everybody, like, I'm telling Tommy he knows now. I, yeah. I thought that was that was a shocker, but I was really happy that it was like, okay. So it's it's like, this is like, it's funny how they title this. It's not The Last of Us 2. It's The Last of Us Part 2. Part 2. Yeah. So it's really just a conti- like a legit continuation it, of the yeah, first game. Yeah, it pretty much starts like right where it left off, <laughs> which I think is fantastic. Um, uh, it, it's funny because it, it when it starts off when it started off that way, it just reminded me of just how upset I was with how The Last of Us ended. Like I felt like Joel was so selfish. I was so mad. Like 
you chose to save one instead of you know you the guys, many. You guys know what the <clears throat> motto of the of part one is, right? Like you, you know what the motto of part one is. How motto? far would you no. go to protect your child? Oh yeah, I get that. That ain't his child though. But I will say this: she became his child. That's Here's the a, whole point. He couldn't. I he, get he that. Could, yeah, I get that. But again, that's not my child. And honestly. To me, saving my child would have meant sacrificing her because that is what was supposed to happen. Like, she is the savior. Like, that's, for me, that's what I would have done. If you guys listen to the recording from the doctor, now, of course, we'll talk about this in in detail in a little bit. But if you listen to the recording from the doctor, sorry that my camera has decided to flip out. Um, If you listen to the recording from the doctor while trying to rescue Ellie from the Fireflies in part one, the doctor says he is not sure that he can yeah. get here. He is exactly. literally saying that as soon as that comes from her, it's like doing the standard, like, hey, it's turning mm-hmm. infected. You pull her brain out, there is no chance you're making a cure. And guess what? Then Ellie is dead for nothing. Yeah, not, I can't not, lead towards that. I think See, I don't think it's for nothing. It's 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 a chance. Like I still feel like it's a, a chance you have to take. No, not at all. I would totally do the same I, thing as Joel. I'm going to say this, and I don't want to skip to this part, but we're going to skip to this part anyway because we already talked about it. It's very telling that later in the game when you see that part with the doctor mm-hmm. and the question is asked to him, he doesn't have an answer because he knows the answer is like, nah, I wouldn't risk my child. I don't care what the, what the result is. And I think that's the interesting thing about this game and that moment that's so powerful to me. Technically, yeah. there really isn't a wrong answer. And, and there is not, but also let me put it to you this way. I'm not Joel, but if I was Joel, I would fry that sucker all, every time. No chance. There wouldn't even be like a one percentile chance that I wouldn't do it. Nope. Fry the doctor every time. Like that man is done. Ellie is out of that hospital. Yeah, there's no way in hell I'd do that. No way in hell. Because it ain't about you. That's just it. That's the thing for me. And to me, that's the model of the game. It ain't about you. That's what they're trying to tell you. But we're so selfish as nope. humans that you can, that like, we have such a hard time sacrificing for the greater good. Are you so, sure it's the greater good? But this is my problem yes. with that. This is my problem with that. I think both sides were kind of being selfish in terms of, like, okay, these doctors should have said that from the jump. Like, hey, they didn't give Ellie the choice. Nobody gave Ellie yeah, the choice. That's my biggest Ellie thing. That's one of my biggest issues is that nobody ever told Ellie. And the question that we have to ask is what would Ellie have said? You saw Abby's answer. Abby was like, I would want you to do it. And I wonder said, what Ellie would have said. That now, but... She said that now. She said that as soon as she found out. And, and this is my other problem with it. No, they, not tell, they didn't tell anyone. They didn't, like Marlene found out, which, I didn't, which puts extra context mm-hmm. into that last scene in The Last of Us. She found out minutes before Joe found out. Mm-hmm. And that's wild to think about. She didn't know. She was thinking in her head, like, we're going to take Ellie down here. We're going to do what we got to do. Ellie can go home. She's going to be okay. That's not what, that's baffling. Like she didn't know what was going on either. And I think that's the question is, to swallow. 
How long were they there to find that out? They did the x-rays, they got the stuff, and then they realized, okay, how much time is it to really tell anybody? They got it on the operating table, like, right away, but it was more of, like, we're in dire straits. We're trying to figure this out. This is the only way we're going to be able to do this, but yeah, I feel like they should have told Ellie, and they should have given her the option, and I feel like that's that's one of the biggest issues that they didn't tell her. Like, let her know and let her either decide if she want to sacrifice herself. Like, that's what she came this whole way for. Like, that was the whole thing. Like, Joel, you're a smuggler. You're smuggling this child here so we can see if we can create a cure. And Ellie knows that she's going there for that. But the question is that she was never asked, like, hey, are you willing to sacrifice yourself for this cure? Yes. And that's my biggest problem with it. And, and here's the thing with that this cure everyone's so dead set they could have made it but the doctor's notes and even marlene's notes mentioned that there is a nil chance that it works and even if it did work how would they distribute it would it work on infected that were already turned how would you distribute it i don't think it matters it's just like with the coronavirus now like you're trying to find a cure that's that's science that's trying to find cures for diseases you don't know you have to constantly experiment I, I feel like the problem with the the premise is kind of flawed to me because it feels like okay we have to kill this person to find out to get the cure that is not how science works like to get the cure for coronavirus or get a vaccine they don't have to kill you to do it yeah because of the way the coronavirus works it's not like it's the turning cordyceps. you into something the cordyceps is all in your brain it's a totally yeah. different type of thing there's no other way and when you think about the limited resources and the way the world has gone to shit in the last of us like you're limited with your options on what you can do it's not like it's regular modern day regular science and we can you know go quarantine this person off like it's totally different but then again, that proves Haley's point even more because if they're limited resources, how we know they're gonna how they so sure they're gonna have a cure for this. You're not sure, but here's the thing the world is going to shit anyway. At least this gives us a chance to try. Otherwise, okay, it's like do we so we just give up? We just give up and this is the world. No, you you survive the way you've been surviving. That ain't no, surviving. I say that how, that ain't surviving. It? I wouldn't that, say that. I would say that you weigh your options. I don't think you should just kill off, hey, we got hell, we got we got it here. Let's kill her off immediately. No, you say okay. Let's research. Let's do some. Let's do some tests. Let's figure out what we can find out about why she is this way. Hold her for a couple of months and see what kind of data we can gather. Then That's you have no the game. Most... Then you have no game. Well, well obviously <laughs> so, but well, actually, you kind of do. You can still like okay. You can still have a game. We're gonna do data research and. That's not. That's not as fun. That's not as like okay, it's, it's supposed to be on. captivating and gripping and like okay, but in the hold moment. On. What Delvin's saying would work, and this is a what if, anyways. We're we're gonna talk about the whole like spoilers for the Last of Us Two here, but but if they had done that, if they had kept Ellie there and hell even let Joel stay, Joel would have jumped right into that cause. If Ellie was to stay alive, Joel would have said, "No, count me in. I'm here. Like I'm here with that. Like jo at that point." The moment after in The Last of Us Part 1 that he rescues Ellie from David, and at that point she's murdered him, but like you get my point. Like sh He shakes her and goes, I'm here. Like, I'm alive. I'm here. Mm -hmm. Calm down. You need to like put you need, you need to put the knife down. Like You need to stop. And she calms down and freaks out in his arm. 
that's the moment that he's like, all right, I can't live without this kid. Okay, I cannot. So he would literally like jump full on into the Firefly cause if Ellie was alive. That would make a completely different game, but you could still have conflict there. You could still have a conflict, like a faction breaks out or something like that. But that's a what if, and the story doesn't devolve that way. What are your thoughts? Because, um, again, I feel even, like I'll be the dissenting opinion here for The Last of Us Part Two. Even with that, I still feel I like they still would have had to only way to pull that cordyceps out to even do anything you would have had to kill her eventually but joel would have been fine I would say with this. if he had more time. i don't think he would have ever been okay with her dying i would That's, say this it's trauma i think if they were to do it the way that we just said where like hey we're gonna run a test and stuff and they were like no we ran all these tests it's been but now this is the only way we can come up with a cure and joel did it then i think that's an even more powerful indictment statement in terms of the character of Joel is, then that's really being selfish. That is unequivocally being selfish because they're telling you, hey, we've done everything we can, Joe. We have no choice. We run test after test after test. The only way we're going to figure this out is if we kill this child and we can figure this out that way. Here's the thing, though. As a, as a doctor and as a scientist, at certain point after doing this for so long and seeing where it was, I'm pretty sure he didn't need months to find out that this is the only way to do this. The only way to study it was to get it out of her. I don't think and he needed months to see that. Useless immediately. They don't know. You don't. The thing is, we'll never know. But you do know. It's mentioned no, you don't. The doctor says that he doesn't know. He says he doesn't know. He has no idea the chances. But the only way to find out is you got to pull it out of her. But but also that any samples he took from her immediately stopped being useful because they just grew. They grew the cordyceps infection and became useless. You couldn't even touch the blood on them at that point. Right, but that's that way. The only way for him to find out any other way was to pull the whole thing out. Like he knew that that's the only way I'm gonna be able to find anything. There's no other tests I can run. Like I already know this. That's part of being, you know, a a a specialist and a master of your field. Like you're able to see things and know it, like without having to go this, months, this and months, is, and months and months and months and months and months for something. This is semantics, anyways, because he's dead and burnt to a crisp. So I think so terrible. I, I am a terrible person, but you know what? I would do it over again too. If I were Joel, I w- I would kill the doctor one hundred percent. I think the game has done a good job of making compelling arguments for both sides. In terms of is one life more important than the chance of saving multiple lives? Yes. And how do you live with the fact of you taking that one innocent life? You know, that's a that's a hard thing to kind of come to grips with in terms of just society within itself. Like if you're especially when you don't tell the innocent person, hey, we're gonna kill you. Yeah. That is a hard pill to swallow. And like, especially if you're a father, I think that's the thing that a lot of people don't Yeah, but he also killed a, a ton of innocent people <laughs> just to get her out of there. Also, and then also, what he did to Marlene was just so cold. Okay, but also, also like, that's the world of the Last of Us. It's bleak. I think, and I think that's the other part of it. Like, the world is just so bleak and so dark. Like, this is what it is. Like, and no when you think innocent. about, like, that's made yeah. clear. That's, that's made. That's and this is. Um, we're not jumping full on like ahead here, but Dina mentions it like on your tr- on like your walk into Seattle uh, yeah. on day one. 
She's like, I killed my first person when I was 10. Yeah. I was a child. Like, yeah. that's the world of The Last of Us. No yep. one is innocent. And they try to make it seem like you're supposed to feel all bad for killing everybody, but it's like everybody's out to kill you. Like, there's no questions being asked. As yeah. soon as anybody from the WLF sees you, they automatically assume you're a scar, and vice versa. The scars see you, they assume you're a wolf. It's just like, you ain't with us, you're against us. It's We're going to kill you. There's no questions being asked. It's just like murder, murder, murder. Yeah, and add to the fact that the Fireflies aren't exactly innocent themselves. Like, every yeah. group in this game has their own intentions, including the government. Mm-hmm. So it's almost a trust-no-one situation. You have these certain factions who are out for themselves, and yep. each faction has equally done horrible things, whether it's Joe's and Tommy's group, whether it's the Fireflies, whether it's the Wolves, whether it's this religious cult that's freaking nuts. Yep. You the know, Seraphites. Yes. Yeah. So then the question is, is it more of just a retrospective on to like the human condition? We're just terrible. I mean, humans are terrible (laughs) in general. I think the coronavirus proves that if not the systemic racism that's been, you know. Yep. We are a virus. I think it's just the whole thing of like. What we're not going to do is quote like. I'm sorry. The Matrix. That's what I'm quoting. The Matrix. I mean, that. Dude, Agent Smith said it best. <laughs> you are, you are a, we are a virus. We kill off our natural resources. We can't, and like, we tried to give you utopia, but you rejected it because you have to suffer. It's just, that's, that's literally, like, when I look at the human race and what we no, do, it's no, so real. No. We kill, we destroy our, we destroy our planet. We destroy our natural resources. We move from place to place, multiply like a virus. It's literally what we do. Anyway, let me ask you guys this. Let me ask both of you this. What do you think about killing the dogs? This was a controversial thing where people were like, oh, you're going to kill dogs. You know that meme of Michael Jordan that says, F those kids that circles around the internet? My response is, F those dogs. I I think it's the same way. I don't care about the dog. I mean, it's sad when like you kill their master first and then you hear them whining and like licking the face and stuff. I'm like, that's so sad, but you're going to die too, buddy. Pop, hey, pop. You know what? What's the most brutal way you killed one of those dogs? I blow them all up. I, I shoot him in the face. I, oh. Anytime uh-huh. I see them, I immediately throw um, fire on them. Burn them both to death. I may or may not have Molotov'd one to death, and then it was still coming at me, and I hit it with the axe while it was on fire. Nice. Yeah, y'all know me. I play stealth. I'm trying to kill everything without anybody knowing, knowing I'm there. I love hearing them get all panicked and worried. Oh, like, how do they keep possible. getting us? How do they keep slipping past us? Uh, like the scene where you're trying to get the boat. Oh, man, that, that place took me forever because I was just Fantastic. terrifying oh, that, people. That and just, oh. the, like, the, the collapsed mall there, that, mm-hmm. that's, that was so good. Uh, my favorite thing was I died instantly the first time because like, I tried to run to cover to like hide and like craft a silencer. Nope, immediately just destroyed. So I was like, all right, screw it. I'm gonna use the water and just like dived under and like yep. got away. Uh, my thoughts before we go any further on like later sections. Your thoughts on the way Joel died? Ooh, that was that was special. So before we even get to that, like just getting to that and then switching back to Abby and then as soon as you meet up with Abby when as soon as you meet up with Tommy and Joel is Abby like what was your thoughts in that moment because after like when you're with Abby and you say and she says that they're here to get somebody from Jackson like I immediately knew that they're probably looking for Joel and then oh, as yeah. you're running or running away from all of the, uh, the 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 infected with her and then you meet up with Tommy and Joel like I immediately was like oh shit 
Yeah. By the way, I would like to say uh, Naughty Dog can go to hell for throwing collectibles in that section, by the way. Because there are collectibles in that massive horde of uh, infected. So, uh, Naughty Dog, you can go to hell because I have to collect that now. I I will say this. Talk about that that section. Even I'm not a fan of Abby. Oh, I at all. Let, let me put it to you. Let me put it to you this way. Uh, you will not make me feel bad for Abby at all. Uh, I burned her father to a crisp. I would do it again, and I would gladly burn Abby to a crisp. In fact, any way that I can kill Abby, I will kill Abby just because it's fun to watch. And Abby wow. sucks. Wow, this is one of my problems I have with the game. I would have rather, instead of playing the sections we played so far as Abby, I'd rather play it as Joe. She's not an endearing character to me personally. She's awful. And also, by the way, wow. this is my main problem with Abby. She is in a fascist organization. It is literally spelled out through you, through all of the letters, all of the notes that you find as Ellie, that the WLF is just as fascist as Fedra, which we can talk about Fedra being. Abby is a fire, but Abby was a firefly first. We know that. She's full. That's okay. There's a difference though. She is full on like in the WLF now. Like that is yeah, the thing. She left one organiza- one terrorist organization for another. Like we the get fireflies that. Fireflies were not terrorists. Dude, even even what's his face? Uh oh god, what the heck was her her boyfriend's name? He talks about what they did. Like they blew up checkpoints. They were a terrorist organization as well. No militia group, yeah. But you <laughs> don't there's a difference between terrorism and fascism. And the WLF is a fascist organization. In this world, it doesn't matter. Everybody oh, it does. is. It does when you're playing as it. You cannot redeem a character who works for a fascist organization unless it, that character is prepared to go massively way over the other side of the scale. And guess what? Abby's not willing to do that. Abby is, to me, it's the same shit. She watched her no, father die. And she, hold on, hold on. She watched her father die. And she wants revenge. The same way Ellie wants revenge okay, for that, Joel dying. You're okay, playing two revenge stories that intersect. That's okay, literally what it is. That's not my problem. I don't, I'm not mad that Joel died. I knew Joel was going to die. I knew going into this, Joel was going to die. I'm not mad about Joel dying. I'm not even mad about the way Joel died. Although I will say, I see one more joke about golf clubs on Twitter. I'm going to get mad. Like You're already like mad. You shouldn't get mad. I'm going to get madder than I already am. This this joke is so overplayed. Like, we get it. He got his head beaten with a golf club. Ooh, boy. Uh, Like, fun. It doesn't need to be under every tweet from PlayStation, especially on tweets about Ghost of Tsushima. You know like, you can just not read that stuff. <laughs> you know that Twitter is like my entire social life, right? Like, <laughs> Don't read uh, the comments. Uh, I should probably learn that, but, you know. Uh point being uh you cannot and i cannot empathize with a person working in a fascist organization i don't look what, at her what, at all as being revenge, the wlf like to me that's revenge, not her story wanting revenge is a completely different concept that's fine i have no problem with the fact that abby wants revenge in fact it makes the story uh, better but you cannot redeem abby because of the organization she works for now See, I, I don't even associate her with the WLF. That's not she, what I look at it as she well. Is. It does her t- entire story. It really, from what I've played, to me, it's not really about that at all. That's just the, the organization she decided to go with after the Fireflies were done. Like, I need to find something to be a part of. I'm going to be a part of this. The same way if you're happen to be a scar, you happen to be a part of that group. It's like in this world, 
you can't survive on your own. You find a place to survive. That's basically what it is. She was brought up as a firefly. That's what she knows. The WLF is very similar. That's what she knows. It's like a military like organization. That's what she knows. That's where she goes. To me, none of that matters in this world. But it does matter. It not in this world though. It does. Like if if you want to apply it to like what we're living in, sure. But in the world of The Last of Us, it's kill or be killed. Period. No. It really what? is. You've got, like, Jackson on its own, like, that's kind of surviving that way, but they're still dealing with all the other stuff. They just happen to be in Seattle? It's kill or be killed. You're dealing with either the, the Seraphites, the, 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 the WLF, the Scars, like, you're dealing with, like, that type of world. Yes, but that doesn't excuse fascism, regardless of the world you're living in. <laughs> I don't think it matters at that point. At all. My reason is a little bit more simpler than that. She's just not a compelling character to me at all. There's that too. I I think the fact that it's a revenge story, I like the concept of both of them having revenge stories, but Ellie is, you can't, if you're going to have a character like Ellie who is so compelling in so many ways in terms of everything that she's doing to get revenge for Joe, you see the emotional toll that's taken on her. And you see the way it is, like the scene, the whole scene where she kills the girl, then finds out she's pregnant. That's powerful. That's moving. I'm compelled. I feel bad, not only for Ellie, but the things she done. I'm like, okay, th- these people had lives. It makes you feel bad for them. When it, when it comes to Abby, I don't have that same feeling towards her. When I see her kill and murder, I don't, I don't care. And the game hasn't given me a reason to care about her. Even like... See, I cared about her dad. I think that her dad's story is more compelling than Abby. I'm like, okay, this is just this girl who lost her father and just got brolic all of a sudden, and now it's just senselessly killing people. I don't feel a connection to her, and it kind of weighs on me. Like, I'm like, why am I playing as her? It's not. It's not like it's she control. It's not that she controls bad or anything like that. It's just that I don't feel the need to hear her story in terms of playing as her. I think that her sections would have been a lot more compelling as, like, after you finish the game, you could play as Abby. That would have been a little bit more cooler than me than as opposed to, okay, we're in the middle of Ellie's story. You get to this tense moment. We're going to stop you. You got to play as Abby now. I, 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 I love it. I absolutely wow. love it. But, again, I don't care about Ellie like that at all. At all. Like, I don't have that connection or attachment to Ellie in any way, shape, or form. To me, her and Abby are the same damn person for me. No, I don't have any not. I don't have any compelling attachment to Ellie whatsoever. In fact, I like Dina better. But that's just me. I don't I don't really I don't have a connection to any of the characters in this world. That's why I have no problem killing anybody. I like being stealth with Ellie. I want to run around and murder everybody with Abby. Like I don't I don't feel the need to be quiet, you know? So for me, again, I'm just watching the story unfold. I don't have a connection or an attachment to either of the characters. I like the overall story. I like the fact that you've got two people who are out for revenge for basically their father figures being killed in this terrible, terrible world in the middle of basically a gang war between the WLF and the scars and you're watching it all just kind of intersect. It's almost like Pulp Fiction because you're getting all these different pieces and different points in time all coming together. I love it. I, like I love that. Of it. I just don't like the aspect of, hey, let's go 
play Abby for an hour or two hours. Yeah, and... no, honestly, Abby is boring. Like, just boring. Oh, I, man. Abby they're just, to, for me, they're both to just vehicles to push the story forward. I don't care about either one of the characters. Oh, I love Ellie, honestly. Like, I was a more of a Joel I mean, person I myself. Think that, I think that's pretty obvious. I didn't like Joel either. I didn't like either one of their characters. I thought they were both. Oh, Joel sucked. Joel, 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 was, Joel, was, Joel sucked. Okay, you know what? This is blasphemy, and Donnie would. Donnie would fight you in the street. Me and Donnie have already had these conversations because I never cared about the Last of Us characters that much. I like the story. I don't really care for the characters. Joel, they're t- you're, you're the bad guy. Who cares? <laughs> like, you're just... Are you I, the bad guy? Aren't you? technically the bad guy. Aren't you? No, I no. mean, you just murdered a bunch of doctors trying to do some good. This is the epitome of that gif of the doctors wearing Nazi outfits. They're like, are we the baddies? Who cares? Yeah, again, I like the story. I don't feel attached to any of the characters at all. I just like the story in the world. But that's a weird Characters are like, what I make like, the story good. I was going to say that. Like, I'm not attached. I'm not attached. I know they're they're part of the story, but I'm not attached to them. Like I don't like make, you know what? I'll blame Game of Thrones and The Last of Us for my disattachment disattachment to characters because at any point I can feel like anybody's gonna die. So I don't get attached to the characters. I'm just watching it unfold. I I I see what you're saying there, but my problem is, I feel when, when it comes to Abby, at least I don't feel like she's a well made character. She's not. That's that's my whole thing about it. She's not well made like, at all. And also, by the way, I'd like to point out that the model that you kill as the doctor in The Last of Us Part 1 is completely different than the model that you kill here. Yeah, I noticed that. I know this is... They, like, they completely changed the model to, to make Abby a character. Like, they completely changed the model. That ain't about me, though. That ain't about me, though. That doesn't matter. It does so, me. So, where, where, where are we in the story-wise? Because <laughs> we got... Track as we normally do here on PSX. We, 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 so we were at the beginning with Joel telling the story. So Joel tells the story, then it flips over to Abby. You get caught up with Joel, then it switches back, and you're Ellie again, going to find Joel because they haven't made up to their rendezvous point. I I, I loved the uh, the porn titles being like uh, that that you find in the weed den with with Dina being uh like uh, Smash Brandy's or whatnot and it's like a play on like bandicoot oh i don't even remember that at all. it was That's great it was it. funny and also like the way that ellie like flicks the uh the blunt just across the room with her fingers was amazing yeah so you're there jesse shows up the rendezvous is missed you go searching for joel and tommy they've met up with that being you know oh crap somebody's about to get it then you get to the scene and uh they I would say this. I would have liked that a lot more if we didn't see Abby until that point. And you see, like until you run into Abby as Joe, I don't like that much more. Like if you see, okay, yeah, you think you're helping this person, until you come find this person is gonna kill you. I, I think like it'd been a lot more. I like it. Because when you I play don't. as Abby, when you play as Abby in the beginning, it just kind of like feels like it's random. And it's foreshadowing what's going to happen. Yeah. Like once I saw Abby, I'm like, okay, I know what's going to happen. I know what. Yeah, this but is when you happen. foreshadow, you sh- you're not supposed to foreshadow things that happen 20 minutes later. You're supposed to foreshadow things that happen way later. Yeah, yeah but they they did the the 
rapid fire foreshadowing, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I liked it as a storytelling mechanism." I was yeah, like, "Okay, who's this? Who's clumsy. this? Okay, what's what's her stuff?" I see. I don't think it was clumsy at all. It's just no, it was very clumsy. No, I disagree, hundred percent. There's nothing clumsy about it at all. It's just like, okay, here's this character. You're gonna deal with this, and I like the fact that they're forcing you to actually see other sides of the story, whether you like it or not. And I think that's, that's part of it. Story, I think the, story... the thing is more than likely. What you guys are feeling is exactly what they wanted. They want people to be upset about it. They want you to talk about it. You think about it. Like, that's all that's been talked about. I feel like it's mission accomplished. I think, I think Haley's a little bit more different than me because I just don't like the character in terms of, like, I feel like it's a badly written character. It's not that, like, if... I feel like you could have did Abby in a way where she would have been a lot more compelling and make me care about her more. But maybe they, maybe they don't want you to care about her. Then why make you play as her? Exactly. <laughs> to force emotion out of you. You're already no. upset. Why am I playing this character? I hate this. Like, I think that's part of it. That's I think not, that's part that's of it. That's not how you tell a good story. I disagree. But... Because I can tell you right now, I'm going to platinum this game. But I need to tell you, I feel no effort to finish it if I have to play I the can, rest of the game. I can tell you right now. Yeah. There is no fucking way in hell I'm platinum this game. <laughs> I wasn't going to fight him in no way. Going in. There's 140 collectibles in the first two chapters. <laughs> I'm doing that at all. Nope. Mm-mm. There's no platinum. There's literally 140 collectibles in the first two chapters. There's no way either of you are platinuming this. That was but never I have the first a chance. One. That was never a chance I, I, I platinum this. I, I, I knew that, but I have, I have the first one. I'm going to get the second one, but I feel no drive to play as Abby. None. Abby sucks. I said yeah, it. Ellie I'll sucks. Say it again. Her father I sucks hope. too. You are going to die in a fiery <laughs> ditch. I would I hope that the further I get in this story, the more I can like the character. But thus far, I'm like, uh, whatever. I'm not feeling her. I'm like I like I think that she does cool MMA moves. She looks like an MMA fighter and she's she's beating the crap she, out of zombies she, and stuff. That's pretty cool. I, I will say the only thing that's nice about Abby is that she's built like strong. Although I will say it's led to this real thing where people are like, this is unrealistic. No woman could ever be that buff. And I'm like, have y'all seen MMA fighters? Have like, you seen Gina Carano from uh Mandalorian? I, that or, former or, MMA fighter? I, I was, I was going to yeah. say Deadpool. Cause that's where I know her from. I haven't watched the Mandalorian yet. She's, she's also in Deadpool. Yes. Uh, so. A less angry Rosie O'Donnell. I'm gonna leave that one alone. Okay, I I guess I'm the only one here who's seen Deadpool because that's a joke that Deadpool makes to her. I forgot that joke. Yeah, me too. I don't think it was a good joke. Wow. All right. Thanks. (laughs) Leave me out to dry. (laughs) So Um, we watch Abby kill her or kill Joel. You see herself? Hell yeah. She kills Joel. So you realize they've come to do what they've done. They leave. Tommy and Ellie oh, against against everybody else's wishes because they're like, we can't leave survivors. And we can't leave sense. anybody to do that. And common sense. Yeah, I, that was special. But I mean, if you don't, then there's no story. You know, that's that's part of it. You have to do something to make her want to go and get this revenge and search out this person that killed Joel. So that's just that's how we have to do it. So there's a story. So. You've seen it happen, then all of a sudden you're back in Jackson and you're you're like, all right, I'm going. Like I don't care what anybody says. I'm I'm going. We're getting at we're getting the hell out of here. I'm going to find these people who have murdered basically my father. 
Dina comes along for the ride, and as you're trying to get out, Tommy's already left after he told you to give him a day. He didn't. He he took that day to say, "I'm gonna get the hell out of here and start this fight my damn self." Tommy with all the smoke. <laughs> yeah, he does all of it. So he he goes out, and then you and Dina, you get your horses, you sneak out, and you're gone, and you're on the road, and now you're in Seattle. You and Dina, in this nice little like quaint. I like Dina too. I like her a lot. Man, and great. so you're here, and you're in you're in Seattle. You're it's like. You're solving all these puzzles. You're getting all these places on the map. The uh, the the big open world area is great. It's full of some great interactions. It's very nice. It's it's very nice. It's beautiful. It's almost you know calming, and kind of almost lulls you to sleep a little bit. Um, for me, like that area was super nice, and like the way I play the game, like I feel really sorry for Ellie's thighs because I'm always crouched, always oh, in listen yeah. mode. <laughs> um. Like every, I'm just always kind of, oh yeah, waiting for something to come around the corner, always yeah. trying not to be surprised because I keep, I've jumped more in this game than I've ever jumped in any other game. Before we go any further, what difficulty are you two playing on? Regular, whatever was the standard. Whatever, whatever it starts right. off so, with. What so, I'm so we're all playing on moderate, yeah. which, okay. Yeah. Um, so my favorite of the open world areas, I think, has got to be the, uh, the bank vault. I did not go in there. I was like, I'm not wasting ammo. <laughs> the the oh, it was great. Was fun. Um, I found Nathan Drake's ring in the bank vault. Um, yes. And also the shotgun. That's where I got the shotgun. I got the um, shotgun way later. Uh, also, fun fact that I found out. Uh, what order did you go to get the gas in? Where did you go first? The dome or the uh I the went garage? to the garage first. Okay. Garage. So if you, I did it the opposite way. I went to the dome first, and obviously there's the nice conversations uh, Ellie and Dina have about the synagogue because Dina's mm-hmm. Jewish. Mm-hmm. But if you do it in the reverse order, you get conversations that you don't have at the dome because whatever location you go to first doesn't have the gas. Um, yes. So I, I didn't get the conversation in the dome that you two got where. Dina tells Ellie not to swear, and then she's like, "We got gas," and then Dina's like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, so you're watching like their relationship kind of blossom, and it's all super cute and happy. Also, also ch- chiming in as the lone lesbian here, uh, hearing Ellie call Dina babe several times throughout this story made my heart flutter. So, <laughs> I just let thought me, it was cute. Let me, let me ask you both this. Yeah. What do you think about the sexuality of the game? Because it, it is straight up like, hey, this is an M game. Like, in terms of, like, they literally have a sex scene in the, near the beginning of the game. Yes, but it's done tastefully and not, like... Yeah, it's done very tastefully. It's not yes. done in a way where... Uh, however, if, if people have a problem with this, I would not recommend finishing this game because there's more stuff later. Uh, that I'm. That's the only thing about Abby's side of the story that I am uh, excited to see. Is, oh boy! Uh, ca- characters that I know are later. Um, there, I'm not going to say anything because it'd be a spoiler for stuff we haven't got to yet. But there are characters I know are on are LGBT later in the story as well. Um, so if you have a problem with this half of the game, you're not going to like the second half like at all. <laughs> um, so yeah, it know, didn't bother uh, me at all. I care about sexuality. It's whatever. I, I will say also, it's it's just, it's very nice to see a character that you can feel represented in. So, 
I like the way it's done, honestly. I like the way that it's it's mature. It's not a hey, press X to have sex. Yeah. Or like how some other games do and stuff like that. Like so the hot coffee really, mod from GTA. So, so you you you're calling you're calling up Mass Effect like you should because Oh no, I'll call I'll call it Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain does that whole thing where you Okay. Have to- well, we can ignore Heavy Rain because David Cage is a hack. So Wow. Okay. I haven't played Heavy Rain, so don't. I have no idea. I have no, I have no desire to. And Press X to Jason. That's that's all you need to know about Heavy Rain. Jason! Jason! <laughs> Jason! <laughs> Jason! Yeah. Uh, I don't have any problem with the sexuality. It's whatever. I could. I honestly, I don't care. It's cute. I think they're very cute. Yeah. Um. But also, like some of their interactions are just are just hilarious. Yeah. So. Uh, Sorry, yeah, so you you're you're going along, you're getting all the, the 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 gas, you're going through the checkpoints, you you find some notes here and there, you're still trying to figure out where Tommy is, and as you're going to the next like spot, all of a sudden, boom, you're blown up on your horse. I jumped like oh god. Was not expecting that. I was completely lulled to sleep. That, <laughs> I, just, that I, just like, I was I was I was like, man, I was in this happy reverie. Me and Dean are having a good time just moving along and boom. I missed the horse. Also, I, I like I, it. I, that her horse was murdered. Yeah, I, me too. I, I, was I love that she named that. her horse Shimmer. Shimmer, you move too much. Yeah, that, her, her diary entries are great, but also like it's a stark contrast to the first game because in the first game, she's like, is this all they had to worry about? Which skirt goes with which top? Which boy likes me? Yada, yada, yada. And then you read her diary entries in this game. It's like, Dina held my hand. I feel so great. Yeah, that's the difference between what, fourteen and nineteen. Okay, but also the fact that Ellie found people that are similar to her. I want revenge for the horse. <laughs> I mean, that you haven't you haven't gotten that by all the people you've murdered. That already by all the people you've murdered. I mean, oh, there, there needs to be more. I was furious okay. when the horse died. Yeah, I was pissed off. Also, and so uh, every time I stab someone in the neck, I'm like, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> also, shout out to the Hotline Miami music actually being in this game because it's great. That was cool. Yeah. So, are you guys playing this more stealth or are you just more loud? Uh, so, the, the first tree I maxed out was stealth, and mm-hmm. I try to go stealthily as possible. I'm using the pistol with the silencer most often, mm-hmm. uh, or when I was playing as Ellie, uh, I was doing that and using the bow as soon as I got it, uh, as often as I could. But when mm-hmm. stealth became untenable, I, I would often frequent to the hunting rifle and the shotgun. Oh, yeah. See, I just, I run and hide. If I get, like, if it gets loud, I just get away and hide again and just start stabbing people. So you, see, you know all those sections where you're supposed to run? I haven't had any sections where I'm supposed to run. See, there are several few. sections where you, there was a few where you're supposed to run. I just turn around and that fight. Are, that are awesome. Like, there's one... Yeah. Where you're in the caves and the tunnels, yes, which oh, was, yeah, which is incredible. Spe- you- which, speaking of, by the way, the tension when Ellie's mask broke and Dina went to pull hers off, I was like, "Don't you do it! Don't you do it!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were, oh man, those sections were good. So oh, that whole thing. Also, uh, I love that they actually touched on the fact that like Ellie can't get other people infected. Yeah. Uh, Read again, like we said last episode. Read her diary. <laughs> Open it up and just go back pages and read it all because it's really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, especially in flashbacks. When you're in the flashbacks, read her diary. Yeah. So yeah, we we've gone through this world. We're looking for for Tommy. We don't quite find him. 
we get back after going through all the tunnels and the catacombs and all that stuff. Ellie's mask comes off. Dina's like, oh god, we got we can share. And she has to reveal to her that the story that she told her about her not being or her being immune was not a lie. And then you find out that Dana's pregnant. Yeah. Which called called Yeah. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, uh, I mean not not counting out the fact that in that world you'd be like seventy years old. Um why are you aging me up that old? I mean, because the also that's creepy. like that's what, it's gross. Seventy year old devil would not be definitely doing that at all. It's gross. I, that was the point I was making, but also the fact that like I don't think you'd be alive in the world of the Last of Us, Delvin. I'm sorry. Why are you trying to kill me off? I don't think any of us would be alive in the world of I the Last of Us. I would hundred percent be alive. I'd be Isaac. Just to piss y'all off. I'd be Isaac. Let's go. Yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> can't stand that man either, but gee, I wonder why. Um, <laughs> point point being, though, is that it's done tastefully. Uh, the fact that she had to hide her, or Joel wanted her to hide mm-hmm. the fact that she was immune. Although, I can't say I would disagree with his opinion there, because as some as some people in Jackson are not great, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, that would have uh, been. I, I'm a just tough gonna one. call call out the the man you meet that like gives you the sandwiches that Ellie tastefully calls bigot sandwiches. Mm-hmm. That man mm-hmm. can be shoved into a pit of fire. Yeah, yeah, just like you know the real world. People suck. Period. It is what it is. People suck. Stop sucking, people. So yeah, Dean is pregnant. I mean, You're in the theater. Uh. They have like kind of a blow up moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ellie feels kinda kinda bad about it. You go searching around, you turn on a, a radio or whatnot, you find a guitar. The guitar, man. Oof. Yes. Those uh, things are the, the guitar stuff the, is dope. The fact that the guitar in the music shop is completely missable, like you can completely miss Ellie playing that song, mm-hmm. uh, is the main That was my favorite part of the game. That that's that's incredible. And also the fact that people are now using the guitar to just like do covers is yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's pretty crazy that they are actually like doing that. Like I've seen someone I'm like, wow, you people have yeah. a, a lot of time on your hand and uh, you, you're, you're doing that. Okay. So. It was she, so amazing. You're sitting there playing the guitar. I, I've only played it the one time. I don't go back to it. <laughs> uh, I went back to it once to see if she would play it another just... song, but uh, she doesn't. So. Yeah, so like if you see in her diary, she's actually writing the song. Yeah. yeah, she's writing the song that that uh, what's the guy's name who actually wrote it? So they partnered uh, with him to write that actual song. No, not to take on me's. There's a song that she's actually writing in her yeah, diary. Yeah, yeah, that they, yeah, that they had the I forgot the guy's name, but I was listening to the song the other day that he wrote, and she's like writing it in game. Yeah. Oh, let me ask you this, Dev, because <laughs> you'll appreciate you'll appreciate this. Did you hear the Ice Cube reference? Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. That was. Dope. I know Haley probably know what we're talking about. Haley, that's listen to rap. I, I mean, I don't listen to rap, but I'm sure if you mention what you're talking about, I might know. When you're climbing through the ducks, mm-hmm. they're listening to Ice Cube. Today was a good day. Yeah, when you're going after Nora. Oh, okay. When you're going after Nora, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, no, I didn't know that was Ice Cube, but 
I mean, it was interesting. I did try to go back because, like, when you drop down out of that um, vent there, I tried to go back to the door, but it was locked. Yeah. So, so yeah, Dana's pregnant. You got to go out on your own. Um, she, Ellie is, like, unrelenting. She's, I'm going after Abby. I don't care what you say. I understand you're pregnant and you probably need to get back, but I'm going anyway. Um, so where do you go from there? Uh, you, you go to like this downtown area shit. Like that's where, like, this is after the TV station. You're going into uh, the hospital, yeah. correct, right? Uh, no, yes, but... at, that, at that point you are going after Nora. Um, at like, yes. You're, Nora you're was before after... you meet up with Jesse again? Yeah, Je- Jesse, uh, Jesse, like while you're on your way to the hospital, Mm-hmm. You you meet up with Jesse. Up with that's Jesse. right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. You meet up with the baby daddy. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, yes, but also yeah. no. Sick and tired, girl. You about to get fired, girl. Also, <laughs> shout shout out to people getting mad that they hid the fact that Joel died in like the first hour, uh, by like filming scenes with Troy Baker for the trailers, and then people being mad that like those trailers aren't in the game because it's well. Like, well, we could spoil the game for you yeah. in the review. Like, I mean, you have the flashbacks. You have the flashbacks. So yeah, we, we couldn't tell. I mean, like, that was my whole thing. Is Joel just like a ghost she sees in her head? Is Joel dead? Is he alive? And then you have like the flashback scenes, like where you go to the museum or whatnot. I thought that was yeah, really cool. Uh, that museum scene okay. is great. Also, the mini game with trying to put the hat on Joel is fantastic. That's that awesome. Be, I didn't see uh, that. You didn't do that? You didn't put the hat on Joel? No. If you put the hat on two dinosaurs, Joel will stand still and you can put the hat on top of him and you get a trophy for it. It's adorable. It, it's it's the, incredible. I just put the hat on myself and then he put it on the dinosaur. As soon as soon as she puts the hat on Joel's head, you get the trophy. But then also Ellie goes, don't take it off. It's my birthday. My rules. Yeah, I didn't it's, do that at all. It's but a also, true father-daughter moment. Yeah. But, but also in that flashback scene, like the, the astronaut like the the, the takeoff scene yeah that was cool that was um, really cool and also encountering the uh the the firefly sign with liars written across it yeah yeah that was you that know, was a really cool scene i see i like the fact that nothing happened dude see i have uh, this game is hard for me to play because of that i'm constantly waiting for something to happen so it's so anxiety ridden when I play this game. Like I'm just waiting. Oh, you have anxiety when playing a game? Welcome to having anxiety. <laughs> I'm just waiting for something to pop out and nothing does, and then something pops out when I don't expect it. And I jump like, God dang it. That's what's so good about this game. Like the moment when you don't expect it is when it comes. Mm-hmm. The sound design. Oh my God. Like uh like way further ahead, like when you're in the boat and you're you're going, and the the thunder and everything is just oh. like, oh! If you have good speakers or good headphones, the oh. sound. I mean, I've oh. got I've got my um, I, I've got my Artist Pros hooked up with the they're hooked up in USB now, so there you get go. Everything, so I've got my sound profile like set up and everything. So yeah, it's it's yeah. excellent. It's excellent. Yeah. So you get the flashback. You go. You you meet up with Jesse. You come back. Now Jesse knows, and they're like, "Okay, well, we got to get back to Jackson. Like, she needs although, she needs care." Although Jesse doesn't know that Dina is pregnant until day three, but also I don't think yeah. Ellie ever tells Jesse that she's immune. I think Dina, no. Dina is the only one that knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What happens is they 
Something happens where Ellie finds out that Tommy's in one place. Mm-hmm. And Jesse, and, but they find out that Nora's in another place. And Jesse's like, I, we got to go out for Tommy. And Ellie's like, no, I'm going after mm-hmm. Nora. Yeah. And that was just like, oh, I guess we're going our separate ways then. No, no, that was Abby. Day, that's, that's day three that's when he's going when to Abby. Ellie's going after Abby. But yeah. you do meet up with Jesse on day two. Yeah. When you guys split up, when she gets the boat, she's going after Abby, and Jesse's like, but what if Tommy needs our help? And they yeah. split off. Yeah, that's okay. That's what that yeah. is. Yeah. 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 But you encounter uh, Jesse while uh, going after, going through the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Yep. He pops up, helps you out, whatnot. You guys drive and shoot things in the face and get into a car accident and all that good stuff. Fun times. That was an amazing scene. Yeah, it was good. It's really good. It's really good. So I felt like a joke. Yeah. So you you don't find Tommy yet. You know you're you're going along. You get to the, you go to the you go to the like the TV station. You've kind of come across these scars. Um. Oh man, the one the one scene when you're you're cutting across the park. Yes, after get after getting arrow. washed under and you get the arrow to the shoulder yeah. that made me jump and i swear to god i felt that arrow oh i knew it was coming <sighs> they've, they've shown that trailer so many times i, I, had, I knew it was coming i had no let idea me ask, let me ask you both this right uh, shortly after that there's a guy hanging mm-hmm. yeah did you try to save him hell no uh, i tried to shoot the rope but it did nothing no, no I, I tried to um <laughs> I tried to say it when you can't save him, but I, I tried to. Well, what I did was when the guy was talking to him, getting ready to cut up in his stomach, I shot that guy and threw a bomb at the other guys and took them out, but you can't take him off the rope. I thought it would have been a cool little after if you could have took him down, but you can't take him down. I mean, I don't know yeah. why you'd want to do that anyways. He's a WLF soldier. He would have immediately tried to kill you. Yeah, I'm not wasting no ammo. It was just a cool, it would be a cool aspect of the game, like if you could have saved that guy or something like that. But it was really cool how much attention to detail it is. And in terms of like, you can either watch that scene play out where they cut open the guy's guts and stuff, mm-hmm. or you can fight him off and you can watch the guy basically choke because he's being strangled. Yeah, I, j- I just saw that guts like, spilled and then I, I, I murdered them stealthily. Yeah, that little attention to detail to me is so cool about That's this game. Cool. How they get all the little, little details in the game that add so much to it. Even the thing where you're like, when you're breaking down your gun and you're Add a little oh, the, the stuff. breaking down of the gun makes me want to own weapons because it just looks so cool. <laughs> it does. It looks really cool. Um, the one enemy that you can't um, that you can't hear. How do you how do you guys feel about those guys? What I forgot they're called the uh, the shambler. No, not the shambler. The, the ones the stalkers. How do you guys feel about those guys? Because they oh, drove me nuts. I did the same thing. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go loud for you guys, and you're gonna get well, shot. Yeah, dead. you can't. You can't go stealth with them because you'll never find them. They'll pop out in the corner on you. That's not true. You can find them because I have sure, found them several right times. Right the hell away from you. Uh-uh. I found them and then shot them in the head with the uh, with the silencer. I've actually killed a couple of them, like snuck up on them and got them before they got me. But. After just being so tense, I was like, we're just going to go loud and just shotgun these fools uh, in the face. I, I stood, like, uh, especially in the Expo Center, which, by the way, it's fun that Jesse calls out that, like, the because the, I was like, what happened here? Uh, Jesse's, like, a superhero convention. Like, so for people like you, and mm-hmm. Ellie, like, immediately feels awkward and is just like, oh, great. I love it. Uh, but also, like, I stood in the office space after that and just was like, all right, shotgun blast into the roof. And they all just came running, and I just... 
popped them uh. off one by one. Yeah, I thought I'm, I thought I'm on fire. I, well, I saw one. He came in. I threw a Molotov at him, and all the other idiots ran right into it. Like, oh, that was easy. Did you guys find all of the uh, the training manuals for Ellie, at least? How many are there? What's the last there one? Are, there are four of them for Ellie. Uh, there's like... What's the last you, one? Is the last one the precision? With two, two of the trees, so there's four of them that you can find. The last one is the precision stuff, right? Uh, I believe so. The one where you hold your breath. Yeah. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I, I found them all. Yeah, because you find like it doesn't take you long to find one as as Abby either. So. Yeah, I found one as her too. Yeah. Yeah. So. We've come along to almost to the point where where we we met up to the aquarium. Um. That boat scene, by the way, where you're like trying to like pull the cord in the middle of like the waves. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. So yeah. You get you get to the aquarium, you meet up with was it Owen? Uh, that his yes, name? but first you kill Alice. Yeah. The dog. She stabbed her. The oh yeah, the dog. The dog had a name. Oh, that's right. The dog does have a name. I didn't even think about that until you yeah. said something. F that dog. <laughs> yeah. Killed that dog, then you meet up with Owen. And Owen, it's funny because like they're trying to talk to you. These are the first characters that have actually tried to talk to you, really. Yeah. And then Alice makes, makes the mistake. Or, oh, yeah, Owen. Owen makes the dumbass mistake of literally mm-hmm. going, I'm going to grab this gun from you, and Ellie pulls the trigger. Yep. Because, and then, yeah. pro tip, pro tip, just, this this applies in real life, as in games. If a character's holding a gun and has their finger on the trigger, don't try to grab it. It's going to go off. Yeah. Unless you're John Wick, don't grab guns out of people's hands. Okay, but, okay, <laughs> but in the occasion... Of John Wick, that gun still went off. He still got hurt. Yes. But yeah, he survived. So. Oh, and not so much. Yeah, nope, not at all. And then you you, you stab Alice in the throat. Realize yeah, you she's stab pregnant. Mel in the throat. Mel, okay, yeah, my bad. Whatever. Stab her in the throat. Realize she's pregnant. Ellie has a breakdown, and there's Tommy. You finally found out. Finally found him. Yeah, and Jesse walks in with them too. Mm-hmm. So Hey Jesse. Hey, so now you're 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 back in the uh, the theater, and you're making plans to go back Why to Jackson. Why did up the map? Hmm. Why did they not pick up the map? Because they were because like you know it was a, it was an emotional moment. We're going back home. We got to get Dina some care. God. <sighs> you're having a moment. All this with with Jesse. You guys talking. All of a sudden, you hear. A kerfluffle. You walk out the door. Boom! Jesse takes one to the face. And then there's Abby. <laughs> and uh, yelling, oh, at yeah. Ellie that, El, El, yelling at Ellie that she wasted her her life. Yeah. Yep. We let oh. you live and you wasted it. Uh, yep. yep. Hard yep. pass yep. on that, actually, because Ellie didn't waste it at all. I will say this. <laughs> if, if you do the math... Ellie's team's kind of up. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're winning. They're definitely winning. Yeah. I don't know it was a waste. They killed a lot of y'all. Yep. I had a feeling that Jesse Countless was probably going to die, but I didn't expect him to get shot in the face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Countless of nameless soldiers. How many people are from that, group, from that original group? Like three or four now? Oh, yeah. there's like five of them dead because one mm-hmm. of them is dead before you even get there. There's, or sorry, two of them are dead before you even get there because you find them in the Saravina. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. 
Yep, and that's, that's before right. you even get like blown up and taken to the to the school where you kill Jason. Mm-hmm. So Which, how God, how that far guy, that guy was a smarmy a hole, and I glad Ali, like immediately like stabbed him. Yep. Death. So you're left with this tense moment, and you're wondering what's gonna happen, and all of a sudden it's Seattle Day One again, oh. and you're Abby. But we skipped over the most important part of this story, by the way. What? Ellie knew. Knew what? Oh, yeah. That's, Ellie, that's knew, Ellie knew what Joel did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yes. So you finally find out why there's so much tension in the beginning with Ellie and Joel. Because you have that, that, that flashback scene where Joel tells Ellie finally what happened. And she, at that point, wants nothing to do with him. She tells him, we're done. We're done here. I'll go back to Jackson with you, but we're done. Yeah. And by the way, just to put this out here, that's why Ellie goes on this quest. Because Ellie was ready to try and forgive Joel, and it was taken away from her before she could. Yes. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier about forgiveness. Like, mm-hmm. Super important. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, you're Abby now. Much to... Uh... You guys are chagrin. Oh, Abby I, sucks. I hate I, Abby. I personally don't care. I, I like the story. Abby, it's just a vessel for me. Just a vessel. A loud... I don't know how you enjoy stories if you don't get invested in characters. Because I don't have time to get invested in these characters. They're all going to die. Why get invested if they're going to die? Who cares? Like, blame Game of Thrones. Blame The Walking Dead. <laughs> the thing about Abby's section is it's fun, but she's not interested. I don't need it to it's be like, interesting. Also, it's just like Nathan. Like, like for me, it's Uncharted for me. Like that's the thing. Like I don't play Uncharted for like the gameplay. I'm looking for the cutscene. So even like playing with, playing as Abby, like I'm just waiting to get to the next story beat. Like that's don't care about the excitement. Nathan Drake? Not well, really. Yeah, Nathan Drake's interesting. Yeah, I but I'm talking. Care about Nathan Drake? I just like the whole overall story. Nathan Drake is cool. Okay, this is a bigger problem that we need to get into at some point, not today. Because I just like the story. I like. I'm not invested in like the whole character and everything. I like Nathan Drake. He's cool. Everybody go at Dev because this is a problem that needs to be discussed. I think, I think Dev just really. likes cutscenes. <laughs> when the for me Uncharted the gameplay kind of sucks. So like I'm playing that to get to the next cutscene. I don't like the I don't like the Uncharted gameplay. That's been I've t- I've said like that stealth. several times. I like I like stealth stuff, but I also like the upgrades and the crafting, which is why I like the Last of Us story or gameplay much better because there's more to do. So with Uncharted, I'm playing just to get to the next cutscene. Same kind of with Abby. Like I just want to see where the story's going. Like I'm also, so invested in like also, the overarching story. Hard pass on having to craft shivs again, by the way. Oh, man, I was. Really I saw that and was like, that's really God. annoying. You play half the game, or at least I'm assuming half. I don't know how long like of the game we actually have left. Yeah. You play most of the game up to this point with a knife. Yeah. You are able to take down clickers from the get go. You don't have to craft shivs. You don't have to worry about being like grabbed from behind. You're good. Now you're playing as Abby. That's it. Like, literally, like, hey, Here's the first upgrade book, and literally the first option that you Crash can upgrade shivs. in that tree is crack two shivs. Yeah, it's I like, will say this, which makes uh, it even more weirder. She is part of a militia. Why? And they have machine guns in train weapons training. Why doesn't she have a combat knife? Right. 
Yeah, I don't know why they had to go back to the ship thing. That's just so dumb. I can tell you why. It's because they lifted the the combat mechanics for Joel. Yeah, and they're using them as 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 Abby's combat mechanics, which that's fine. I'm not mad that they did that, but because they've done that, Abby doesn't have a weapon to start with. Well, she doesn't have the knife. Yeah, she uses her fists. Makes me so mad. Which, by the way, fun fact: it was very nice to know that you could melee bloaters to death because I did that in the in the flashback in the hotel. Uh, after I'd done enough damage, I wasn't stupid enough to try and melee it, but like the final hit I got on that bloater in the hotel in the flashback was with the pipe. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I love the dodge button. The dodge mechanic, oh, uh, so, so good. good. So good. Especially with Abby. Because Abby has some sick street counters. She'd be beating the crap out of people. Jeez, stop, Abby. <laughs> did, uh, did you guys win the shooting competition as Abby? Of course. Well, I smoke. I smoke, dude. Yeah. <laughs> even uh, how, how many points did y'all have? I got 10 points for every shot. So, how many points yeah. that was? I think it was 90? I, I had yeah, 90 as well. Yeah, I put two in the dome and the rest were all dead center. <clears throat> so, yeah. How far? So, the, did you guys, how far did you guys get with, with, Abby's, with Abby's part? I, I, I got I to, where am I? I'm at where we basically have just met up with Isaac. Uh, I have not met up with Isaac yet. I'm actually okay. right before we go in the building. I'm like, I'm at the forward base. Mm-hmm. As I said, I am following a guide for Abby's stuff to, uh, to to get all the collectibles just because it makes my second playthrough so much easier uh, okay. to, to get uh, the platinum out of the way. Because like, I got all of the... For those who aren't aware of what the trophy list looks like, it's essentially like, hey, find all the collectibles, visit all the spaces in the open world on, when you're playing as Ellie on Seattle Day 1, um and you know upgrade everything find all the workbenches yada 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 that's what it is so right now i'm literally like following a guide as i go along to find all the coins as abby mm-hmm. um i know i've missed a couple of the trading cards as ellie but that's fine um because again i'm gonna play through again but um trying to do that i ha- i'm not using a collectible guide for notes yet i'll do that on my second playthrough that's fine um uh, but I'm also trying to get all the safes on my first playthrough as well, which, by the way, it's so nice that you can just listen for the click and and move along. Oh, I've um, I've I've not done that. I've just find codes places. I mean, I found <laughs> the codes too, but like you can listen for the click and it's faint, but you can hear the click when you mm-hmm. get the right number. Um, so that's nice. Um, I literally am like Nora has just showed you like the whole tent full of body bags, mm-hmm. and you're like right about to go into the forward base. So that's, okay. like, that's where I am. How do you guys you feel doing? about the uh, the aquarium? What is Ellie? Mm, no, it's Abby. I haven't got there yet. That's after the. Forward I thought that base. was before the base. No, it's after the forward base. Okay, well, then I'll let you guys experience that. So yeah, we'll leave it off at, at here, and we'll come back and talk about it next week, and see uh, how everybody feels about the rest of the game. But up to this point, everybody except for me is pissed that you have to play as Abby. Because they hate her. She's boring. <laughs> She's not good, and she works for a fascist organization. So. I don't care about any of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you should care about that. Why should I? It's a video game. I don't have to care about her working for an organization. I just want to see the climax of the story and what happens. I want to see the she battle won't. between the Scars and the WLF and how it all plays out. She has the personality. Who else is gonna die? Hate. No, she has the personality of a brick. Yeah, just like her hands. <laughs> Break hands. <laughs> Beat people to death with.
terrible. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, so we will see how this all plays out. I don't know how much more of the game we have to go, but I feel like there's still so much oh, left. Oh, there's probably a lot. It feels like there's it feels like this game is never ending. Like I man, it just feels like it's a long game, but I'm okay with that. There's a couple scenes that I haven't seen yet that I know are still in the game, but like I are from E3 trailers that I haven't seen yet. So like I know we have a ways to go. So. Yeah, I don't even I don't, I don't even remember watching any of the E3 trailers because I was to the point where I'm like I don't need to see anymore. I'm ready to play the game. Just I'll, give me the game. I'll, I'll wait. Um, but so far I'm really really digging the story. I like all of the overarching stuff. Um, I really enjoy like the intersection of everything. I like the fact that you get to go back and see like both sides of the story and how it all like interacts. Like I'm curious as to like what's how Abby follows Ellie like to get to that point. Like I'm curious as to how that all pans out. So I'm not. <laughs> you don't even want to know how she found her. Like how like what happened? Yeah, I mean, she uh, left the map. Of course, yeah. like oh, she I guess left that the does map in the aquarium. That's why I said stupid, dumb. dumb. That's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Well. To be continued. <laughs> Alright, what what's on the not drop since the drop I have no ahead? idea. I didn't go look I for it. Of one game that comes out this week on the drop. Iron Man VR. Oh yeah. The, comes out, comes you'll play. Third. Oh yeah. Are you excited third. for that? I'm very excited for that. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. You, you got your uh, magma Iron Man armor. Or... No, I didn't get that yet. But I, I mean, you pre-ordered it, though, right? I pre-ordered it, but the pre-order got canceled, so I got to pre-order it again. Aww. Okay, well, you might want to do that before you lose your chance on that magma Iron Man armor. Liquid hot magma. So yeah, that's gonna be weird juice. because you can't really see the armor. Yeah, I know. I always feel like, what's I the know. point of? cosmetics and like first person games like if you don't ever see your character really in third person what's the point oh you you can't tell me you're not going to customize your cyberpunk character i'm i don't really care about that at all like if you listen to me on a on not talking about it on prime like they have all this i'm like what's the point you're in first person like i don't really care like i'm not really gonna see the character except for like in mirrors or maybe in cutscenes. i'm not really uh, i'm not really i don't really care if i don't really see the character that much i don't really care about the customization oh, I, I care regardless of whether you can see it or not but that could just be a girl thing possible <laughs> i mean if i can see the character i'll definitely you know give him some swag but what, if i'm not really guys, gonna see it what are you guys thoughts on how how many genital customization options they have i feel like it's not fair for the women because you've only got one vagina option. yeah yeah you, Bullshit. You, I, did you see my tweet on that i did not <laughs> I, it's funny because i tweeted pretty much the exact same thing it's like only one vagina option? Pfft, come that on. Right. That's not right and, at all. And then, then you've got like uh, a circumcised penis, uncircumcised penis, and then like length. You can't choose width, which, all right. I mean, that's their game. Uh, My thing but, is like, why is that even there? Like how, how often are you going to be naked in the game for uh, it to matter? There are romance options that apparently get pretty in depth. Uh, right. I have a feeling this game is going to lead to some Twitch bans. I will definitely right. probably be skipping over all that because... <laughs> yeah, that's a little ridiculous. Right. <laughs> I don't need to see all that. 
Yeah. Hey, you can also there's also a slider for chest size. So And the primitive there's multiple nipple options. I'm just like what? I did not hear about multiple nipple Yes, there options. are multiple nipple options as well. I'm just like, am I gonna be fantastic. running around with no clothes on? Like what's the this is fantastic. So Amazing. extra. I'm so very extra. excited. November nineteenth can't come fast enough. Well, That'll do it for episode, what is it, 39 of yeah. the PlayStation Experience? So what is this episode going to be titled, Nippolitis? <laughs> I think I'm just going to just spoiler cast part one. Oh, man. So, on. uh, you knew I was going to throw something like that in there. Shenanigans. So yeah, that does it for this episode. Um, yeah, if you enjoy our content here at PSVG... We have a ton of additional content. We just dropped the uh, the Patreon exclusive um, getting to know the crew episode of Donnie. So it's me and him. And of course, because it's us and we talk forever, it is two parts. Part one just dropped today. So if you like our content, feel free to join us. Go over to patreon.com slash PSVG. Throw down your $3 and you'll be able to get all of that additional content. And with that in mind, I'd like to just give a special thank you to our producers, Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Joan the Bonesaw Barboni, Chris McElfish, myself, Kyle Hyman, Paul Calicote, Michael Masick, Grouchy Surge, and Nick Fall Harbor. If you, uh, just, yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. We appreciate all that you do. We appreciate you supporting us. It means the world to us because without you, there is no us. Um, so, where can the people find you, Haley? Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at Shepard Zarel, uh, or on your gaming platform of choice at Haley Zarel. Uh, like I said, once I start my second playthrough of The Last of Us Part Two, I will be streaming it. I just don't want spoilers while I'm uh, playing through the game for the first time. Um, I will warn you, though. Like I said, I'm going to be going for collectibles, so it may be a bit of a slower grind on Twitch. Excellent, That's about excellent. it, though. What about you, Delvin? Any any uh, new podcasts that you've started in the last 35 minutes? Not yet, but give me some time. <laughs> also, you can find me at a local public supermarket buying condoms and alcohol and chocolate <laughs> from some old lady. Yeah, so, so, so we can experience some nippleitis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh... You can find me at Dat Ninja Dev pretty much everywhere. And with that, long live play. This has been a production of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network.